Queen Elizabeth II, the Queen of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, celebrates her birthday twice a year. First, she does it on the day of her actual birthday, April 21st. And then, she also celebrates her official birthday every year on the second Saturday of June. This way, she gets twice the number of birthday gifts. No, not really. Queen Elizabeth II wasn't the one who started it. It's a tradition that goes way back, over a century. The two birthday things started back in 1908 with the Queen's great-grandfather, Edward VII. You see, the birthday of a monarch is a huge event for the whole country, so they wanted to have a big celebration. The first parade on that occasion was held back in 1748 so that everyone could celebrate and honor the ruler. George III, who became king in 1760, decided that the parade called Trooping the Color should be held every year. He made it a tradition that every king or queen of Great Britain followed ever since and until 1908. Then, King Edward VII had his real birthday in November. In the UK, the weather in November isn't that celebration-friendly, and most times it was bad on King Edward's birthday. Still, the king wanted a big and beautiful celebration everyone could enjoy outside. So, he decided to move the parade to June, when the weather is more likely to be nice. The tradition lived on. Since then, British monarchs have had a real birthday and an official one in June with a big parade. Now it's held on the second Saturday of June. The Queen always personally attends it. The parade is huge, with more than 1,000 officers, 200 horses, and 200 musicians participating. Other members of the royal family join the Queen on the balcony to watch the parade and the Royal Air Force flying past overhead. The parade isn't only held in the UK, but also in many other countries of the Commonwealth realm. The Commonwealth is an association of 54 now independent member states, almost all of which were once the territories of the British Empire. All these countries have a total population of 2.4 billion people. Some of the country members are the UK, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, South Africa, Singapore, and many Asian and African countries. They form an association headed by Queen Elizabeth. Each of the countries has its own government, and the Queen has no real political power anywhere, same as in the UK. Her role as the head of state is a representative one, and she's known as a ceremonial ruler. Celebrations in her honor are held in many countries of the Commonwealth realm. The dates of the parade can vary. In Ghana, the Trooping of the Color Parade happens on Ghana's Independence Day on March 6th. In Singapore, the parade is arranged every July 1st. Queen Elizabeth II celebrates her real birthday in private with her family, two months before the official celebration on the second Saturday of June. Still, there's a salute in her honor in several London parks at midday on April 21st. Queen Elizabeth is Great Britain's longest reigning monarch out of the 61 spread over 1,200 years. Centuries ago, Great Britain was divided into several kingdoms, and each of them had its own monarch. The kingdoms of England and Scotland were ruled by a single monarch since 1603. In 1707, after the kingdoms of England and Scotland had merged, the Kingdom of Great Britain was formed. In 1801, the Kingdom of Ireland joined it. In 1776, the American colonies officially decided to split from it. There's more to the story, but that's for another time. Meanwhile, Elizabeth II ascended the throne in February 1952 and has been the queen for 69 years already. 
The second longest reigning monarch was her great-great-grandmother, Queen Victoria, who reigned for 63 years. If you look at the royal family tree, you can see that Elizabeth wasn't even expected to become queen when she was born. She was the oldest daughter of the second son of then-king George V. Edward VIII was supposed to become the king and then pass the throne to his descendants. Edward VIII did become the king after his father, but he lasted less than a year. He abdicated, which here means quit the job, to marry a divorced woman, which wasn't approved back then. So George VI became the king in 1936, and his daughter Elizabeth, at the age of 25, became a princess and the future queen. Her husband, Prince Philip, a member of the Greek and Danish royal families, was her third cousin. They shared a common relative, Queen Victoria. Elizabeth is the descendant of Queen Victoria's son, Edward VII. Prince Philip is the descendant of her daughter, Alice. Philip and Elizabeth first met at the wedding of Prince Philip's cousin, Princess Marina, when the future queen was just eight years old. The next time they met was five years later, in 1939, at Dartmouth Royal Naval College, where Philip was studying. Back then, young Elizabeth was 13 and Philip was 18 years old. Elizabeth's family came to college to visit him. They went on a yacht trip, and he played cricket with the young princess. It's believed that Elizabeth fell in love with him back then, and they kept in touch for several years until their marriage in 1947 that lasted almost 74 years. She's Her Majesty the Queen to the world and to her family members, but her husband called her Lilibet. She got that nickname in her childhood. That's what her younger sister Margaret was calling her, because she couldn't pronounce Elizabeth. The Queen's husband was the last person who used that nickname. To honor the Queen and Prince Philip, Prince Harry, the Queen's grandson, and his wife Meghan named their daughter Lilibet earlier this year. The Queen has one really fancy hobby, pigeon racing. The participants release their specially trained pigeons who have to cover a particular distance and come back home. The distance the pigeons have covered and the time it took them to do it is carefully measured. Then they calculate each pigeon's travel speed. The fastest pigeon and its owner become the winners. Now, not any pigeon can participate. Such a fancy sport is only for a special breed of pigeons, called racing homer. Queen Elizabeth owns about 200 pet pigeons that live in a loft at her country estate. The racing season is from April to September, and during that period, royal birds participate in a race every week. The Queen's birds have won every major race in Great Britain. I can't say that's a surprise. The pigeon race obsession actually started in Belgium. It was the King of Belgium who gifted some pigeons to Edward II, the Queen's great-grandfather in 1886. Edward II got really enthusiastic about the sport, built a pigeon loft, bred them, and passed the hobby to his descendants, his son and granddaughter. The Queen also has a more down-to-earth hobby, watching TV. She loves pointing out historical mistakes and inaccuracies in her favorite series. She's very good at it, noticing the tiniest details like, for example, that the medals shown in the program are from the wrong era, or they are worn on the wrong side of the chest. The Queen also has a secret diary where she writes down all of her thoughts at the end of the day, every day, no matter the hour or where she is. She's been keeping a diary since she was 15 years old which means eight decades of the Queen's documentation and personal reflection on everything that happened in the world and in her family. 
The diaries are carefully guarded, and no one was ever allowed to take a look at them except for her husband, Prince Philip. Maybe one day we'll get to peek inside, but we will never see everything. The Queen's great-great-grandmother, Queen Victoria, was also keeping a diary. She allowed it to publish, but instructed her youngest daughter, Princess Beatrice, to edit her journals beforehand and remove all the sensitive topics that might have appeared in her writings. It took the princess 30 years to complete her transcription, after which she burned the original diaries. The edited versions were published and are still digitally available. There's one thing that the queen never goes anywhere without – a blue fleece blanket that she really loves. They're always kept in the car for her so she can cover her legs if it gets chilly. But the blanket is usually kept in the car. What she normally has with her when going out is her handbag. This seems unnecessary since she has several guards accompanying her at all times. They carry whatever on earth she wants for herself. But the handbag has a very particular purpose to send messages to her staff. Usually, the queen carries the bag in her left hand. If she suddenly switches it to the right, she signals to her guards that she wants to let them know that she prefers to end the conversation. So the guards have to intervene and liberate her by saying, for example, that someone wants to see her. If, while dining, the queen places her handbag on the table, that means she wants to end the dinner within five minutes. Me? I normally just put my foot up on the table to signal the end of the meal. 